All you got of what? What was that? That's me doing the sunflower song. What? Man, you are not hip at all. Shit. Is it the. There's so many. Come on, come on. It's pitch perfect. I sound just like. <laughs> come on. It's postage stamp Malone. You've heard of uh, that guy. He, he goes, hey, hey, ooh. Oh. Okay. Now I kind of wish I didn't know. Little Bobby, you can see. Don't try to mess with me, okay? I don't know the words to the song, but oh, I'm going to sing it along. Did, did ooh, Post Malone? Ooh. Oh, no. Did Post Malone steal that from you? I think he did. Oh, no! Let's go! go. You know we gotta keep it hype all day and night like this. Showing love when we can. Shout out to the super fans, uh huh. You don't really wanna miss Pop Socket, stay lit. So if you ready, we ride and take it back to the 90s. From movies to the video games, just a couple of nerds keep us so entertaining. Hey, Pop Saga. Hey there, true believers. Welcome to Pop Saga, the podcast that weaves together the threads of pop culture. That's right. We're here to bring you the latest and greatest from the realms of movie, TV, gaming, and more. And today we've got a web-slinging treat in store. You guessed it, folks. We'll be delving into the spectacular world of Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. But fear not. We'll be keeping it spoiler-free. We want to make sure everyone can swing into the movie with the same sense of excitement and wonder... We'll be sharing my general thoughts and impressions without giving any of those jaw-dropping moments. And who are we? I'm John, also known as the Web Scribe Wordslinger. Oh, that was a mouthful. And as always, I'm joined by Forrest, your friendly neighborhood weaver. So grab your web shooters, put on your Spidey mask, and get ready for a spoiler-free adventure through Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse and beyond. Beyond, 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 beyond. Who hey. wants a doily? I'm going to weave it for him. Yeah. Yeah, look look at him weaving. Look at him weaving there. Uh, (laughs) Look at him. Look at him. He's just a weaving. Uh, Yeah. Wow. That's very, uh, it's a very gravelly voice. I like it a lot. Thank Uh, you. John, as you alluded. Oh, very good. Yeah. Keep gargling that, uh, keep gargling that uh, lemon juice and gravel. I think, uh, it's really paying off. Great. You were asking a question. Well, I was going to say. I'll stop because that's really hurting. Yeah, that sounds like it might be just tearing up your throat with reckless abandon. Um, just a tad bit. Uh, but I was going to say, yes, indeed, we're going to be giving our uh, spoiler-free impressions. Or I should say one of us is because the other one, that's me. Uh, I, I planned on seeing the movie this weekend, but life got in the way. And so I've got something to talk about today as well. And <laughs> I don't want to say it's as exciting, but uh, mm-hmm. it's something wait. that I've done and you haven't done uh, either. So we're kind of trading off here. Oh, um, okay. Right. And it's, it's, uh, it's Spider-Verse related uh, because, oh, okay. of course, I have tasted the Spider-Verse themed Whopper. 
uh, uh-huh. available at Burger King. <laughs> and so uh-huh. I will be giving my impressions on the Spider-Verse Whopper while uh, after you are done giving your impressions on this, uh, by all accounts, from what the reviewers are saying, quite a good film. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's a perfect uh, second act is talking about that that Whopper. Mm-hmm. Yes, Burger King, everyone's fifth favorite fast food institution. Uh, I mean, I wonder where does it rank? It has to be in the. It has to be like number two. Uh, you'd think so, but like for the, I just don't see them around. You know, I see a lot more Taco Bell's. I see a, a heck of a lot more uh, McDonald's, as you might imagine. Um, but. Uh, Actually, you know, now that I think of it, I have not seen a single Carl's Jr. up here around where I'm at. So maybe it's number three. Well, okay. Maybe three. That's fair. You sure um, Carl's Jr. isn't up there under its other nom de plume? Uh, Hardee's? No, I think that that's on the other side of the Mississippi. Yeah, I know. I was just trying, and I really wanted to say nom de plume. Well, you know, I liked it. I I liked it. Uh, I think it was good, and it was. I mean, you definitely showed off your your Hardy's uh, Carl's Jr. knowledge, which is uh, something that I think everyone should know. Yeah, everyone you gotta should know. You gotta you gotta know because, like, if you're like, man, I'm really craving Carl's Jr. If there was only a place, and you walked by, and you're like, that place looks like a knockoff Carl's Jr. Hardy's. I'm not going there. You'd be missing out. Um, whatever they serve at Hardee's, which I'm sure is exactly the same thing. That they it's serve gotta at a, be. It's yeah, gotta be. They, you know, they changed, they changed the burgers for our protection. The names are, yeah, maybe it's not a Western bacon cheeseburger, but it's like a Western hearty cheeseburger. Yeah, quite possibly. Yeah. Or maybe they call it the Eastern bacon cheeseburger. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Uh, well, yeah. All right, I like that. Yeah. Okay. The okay. Midwestern bacon cheese. <laughs> Like, uh, we don't acknowledge that on this side of the country. Yeah, we don't know. What East they Coast do over is there. the Beast Coast, as they call. East Coast, Beast Coast, right? That's what they say. It, totally. I, that's exactly what they say. Good. I'm glad. Uh, you know, we could really. Uh, it, it shows how worldly we are. It shows how we can expand our appeal to all sorts of different parts of this great country of ours. Um. But uh, you know, uh, talking about all this, talking about all the salty food, uh, puts me in mind of another segment we like to do on the show. That's right. Uh, you guessed it. It's time to talk about what we are enjoying. John, as a tradition dictates, why don't you tell me what you are enjoying this evening? Well, you know, I didn't want it to just be like a finished long drink again. Though I still have a few of those left. No, I decided to make myself a cocktail. And after perusing my copious amounts of booze, I discovered I was just going to make a gin and tonic. So that's what I did. I took some tonic water and some 209 gin to mix it up. 209. Distilled here in San Francisco. Giddy Um, up 209. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I would tell you the amount of ounces I poured in there. It was just enough. And the rest is tonic water. And I was told I may have over poured myself, but we'll find out. And when you're in your own home, is there such a thing? Not that I know of. What do you think? Well, what do you have to say? Tastes like booze. So it, it, 
it wins. Oopsie doopsie. <laughs> yeah. I won. I won. Yay. <laughs> Yay, me. <laughs> yeah. So an overpoured gin and tonic. Come to house, come to John's house. That's what you're getting. Uh, heck yeah. I'm into it. Yeah, there you go. What's on your menu? Uh, well, in a little switcheroo, today I am, uh, I have to say, I've been taken in by this advertising. They've got me. Oh. Uh, I saw on one of the sidebars of the, of the websites that I go to Uh-oh. that uh, Vita Coco or Vita Coco, the coconut water company, has come out with a spiked coconut water in partnership with Captain Morgan. And so this is the Vita Coco spiked pina colada I'm going to try on this podcast for the very first time. Oh, great. All Wait, right, you, you didn't you didn't drink eat the Whopper before this, right? This was a okay. while ago. No, no, we're not okay. going to stack. We're not stacking. Ooh, all right, no, good. The, the Whopper is a past deal. Don't worry, I've had time to digest it before I try whatever this is going to be. All right, here we go. All right, let's just tell right. Wow, that was aggressive lid. Yes, it smells very strongly of pineapple. It is a pina colada after all, so I guess uh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Actually, oh. you know what? That's quite good. <laughs> okay. Oof. You had me worried with that initial ooh. Uh, well, it does say on the side here, crack open a cocktail and enjoy the island flavor. And, uh, John, I am enjoying the island flavor, which means only one thing. We're jammy. <laughs> and we hope you're also a fan of jammy. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Forrest is feeling the island flavor, which can mean only one thing. <laughs> That's a that's a sound clip. You could have that one too. I'll pass it over to you after this, so we know what to play when Forrest is feeling in the island flavor. But uh... so yeah, you take a little sip here of uh, of Vita Coco Plus Captain Morgan, Spike with Captain Morgan, and then you're. Hope you're also a fan of jamming. <laughs> God damn. All right, that was uh, perfect. Okay. All right, well, that was a pop saga for this week. Thanks for all Because I ain't going to get better than that. Well, uh, that's what we're drinking this year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I mean, but all in all seriousness, good job. I did not expect very much 
Well, I like Vita Coco. I think they make a good product, but I didn't expect, uh, expect a lot from Captain Morgan, let's be honest. Uh, Captain Morgan has been responsible for very little in my life besides terrible hangovers, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I guess I'll tell you tomorrow <laughs> if this is, <laughs> continues that trend. Yeah. But uh, When I get a message, I'm not jamming. I'm no longer <laughs> jamming again. <laughs> this is terrible. I can't jam. Vita Coco, go somewhere. Jamming. <laughs> you got it. All oh, right. Yeah. I'm so glad you like that. <laughs> was like, was... I was like, I think this is going to be funny. And so I, I mean, uh, that cut right it. in. That cut right in, too. It was like almost perfect. I almost like, did he time the fucking song to be able to just have it interrupted? Congratulations to it. But it's even better just having a clip. <laughs> <laughs> took the time to record it. Uh, off the air, put to, to give you all a little behind the scenes uh, on the magic there, but uh, yeah, as a you know, uh, it's uh, the Spider Verse is something I'm gonna see at some point, um, but I didn't want to deprive our listeners with your uh, uh fr- f- wait, didn't want to deprive our listeners from your take. No, that's not right. Either way. Uh, listener Heather, write in that you're a t- <laughs> you you do this kind of thing for a living. Tell us what we did, what I did wrong there. What's the proper uh, uh, pop on the Discord? What's the proper way of phrasing that uh, I didn't want to deprive the audience of John's take? There it is. I knew I'd get to it eventually. Thank you for your uh, <laughs> thank for you for your, your inspiration <laughs> for me to get it right. <laughs> All you needed to do is uh, you just had that one brass ring that you had the point for, and you figured it out. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. I saw it this. I saw it this weekend. I saw it on the uh, Saturday. I went Very to. Cool. Uh, I went to the Alamo Draft House here in San Francisco. It's my preferred. La Dida. Yeah, I mean the be the be fair. It is my preferred theater of places when I want to see something and. I know I don't have to deal with people talking through the movie because that's my favorite part is like, you know, they, they kind of threaten you to be like, okay, this is now a quiet zone. So if you, you need to say something, leave the theater. And so, you know, like, I mean, hooting and hollering, like a great scene or, you know, like a, oh my God, it's totally accepted. But you know, when it's like, someone's just like, so anyway, I took uh, $200,000 out of my checking account and, travel you know like having full-blown conversations i hate that stuff i don't ever want to get in confrontation so i go to the alamo because you could just raise a little card and they'll kick those people out so that's pretty awesome we're telling them be that's quiet super anyway. cool uh for just for folks out there who may not know what the alamo draft house is has never been in contact with one it's yeah. a hyper premium movie theater chain uh that uh serves drinks and food during your view uh, viewing experience and is known for like their quirky sort of independent um way of showing movies but it's like maybe the best experience you could possibly have at a movie theater uh because the tickets are more expensive and you're eating and drinking and drinking and most people are there to be to seriously watch the movie and not just uh you know a uh, uh, fuck around Exactly. This isn't like a place that you go to if, you know, you're, 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 oh, you're just trying to be rowdy or whatever. I don't want to be like, it's a place for cinephiles because that's not necessarily true. It's not like the screens are 
the best, but in terms of just the experience, I prefer it. Um, also, like I said, I don't have to stand in concessions. I just write on a, a piece of paper. I give it to the person, they scan it, and they just bring you the food during the movie, and it's all good. Um, and I'm super happy that I'm here, so that's where I saw it. Went with uh, Tanya and the brother-in-law and uh, best friend. And, uh, I mean, okay, I'm trying to be very careful because I'm not invoking the spoiler witch because I will say nothing of spoilers. It... If I had to describe the film mm-hmm. in a way that just gets across the the way that I feel about it, is it's beautiful. That from is a, the, a visual from and emotional writing, everything standpoint. Everything. It is everything. truly beautiful. The, like, I don't know how you felt when you watched Into the Spider-Verse. Loved it. I mean, yeah, I I loved it. I know we are both fans of animation and art just in general and into the spider verse was something I had never seen before. Truly. Um, you know, a blending of styles, which in a lot of, in a lot of cases doesn't work. Like it takes a masterful hand to be able to blend different textures and techniques and stuff to make it feel like it, it is one harmonious thing. And into the spider verse did that. And, um, across the Spider Verse, does that even more? Like it, it's like they they learned everything they needed to from the first film, and applied it wonderfully to the second one. Um, from the open like the the initial opening like moments, it was just like holy, you know, holy shit! Like it, it it's so touching and wonderful. And, you know, my favorite part, and I don't think this is a spoiler, like, because you kind of see it from the Into the Spider-Verse, the different uh, versions of Spider-Man kind of had different stylings a little bit. They weren't mm-hmm. all, you know, they all didn't look like Mile, you know, Mile styling or like Gwen styling. Some had like different shapes to it. And so they just apply that even more so in this one where it, it, it's jumping around and you're getting a visual feast left and right. And they're just blending these styles left and right. And the whole time I'm watching it, I'm going, how did you figure this out? Like, <laughs> like literally how, how did like what, uh, Joaquin dos Santos, Kemp powers, Justin K Tom Thompson as the directors figure this out. How did the writers like Phil Lord, Christopher Miller, Dave Callen, like write this thing because it, it's so it's it's layered so well that and it's such a visual feast like you gotta watch it like probably like 20 30 times to be able to pick up on everything that's throughout the film so um, but not too complex to that so you don't understand it no no everything is you know for me we do this thing i like looking for the layers or i like looking for the things in the background and there was so much for me to pick up on that, that that's a lot that I was paying attention to. But in terms of story and plot, it's probably the most easiest to follow multiverse film. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty high compliment. Like they do, it's just, it is masterfully done. Um, and like, I was looking forward to you watching it. 
like after I watched it, I said, man, I hope Forrest like is catching it this weekend because this is like, I, I need to geek out. Like we need to like deep dive this thing and talk it through. But, um, you know, when you catch it, definitely see it in theaters. Um, full stop. Like don't wait for it to come to like Disney plus or one of the streaming services. See this in the theater if you can. Yeah, probably wouldn't come to Disney Plus, huh? Because it's got it's well, a it's a Sony joint. But they brought the other Spider Man movies over. Okay, and they got um, some sort of deal. They have some sort of deal. Watch this, you, you'll know what I mean. Like it definitely seems like one that is uh, is better experienced in the theater. I have to say that the same for the first one. Uh, I don't think at home it would have had the same impact. No, no. Like, I mean, after, so like the first one to me was something I just kind of went into going like, whatever, right? Like it's Miles and I'm a big Miles fan since his introduction in the Ultimates uh, comic line. And I was like, well, it's Miles. It's cool. You know, the art style, like the poster looks kind of cool. And, you know, some of the, the trailer looks kind of neat. So I'll go check it out. And when we watched it, I was blown away. I mean, I was crying by the end of like into the spider verse because of how like beautiful transformative and like what for me, you know, I've talked about it in the past, but in terms of representation and what that truly means to like a younger generation. And it was great seeing it there and I had no expectations. So walking into this one, I was just like, Oh man, like my, my bar is high, but like I, walking into this one, I had the temperate a little bit because it's like, I don't know how you top that one. Like, I don't know how you make a film as good or better. Like, can they, um, you know, like, can they make a sequel that is good as the, the, the amazing first one? And, I think they were successful in that. That's Happerese, as uh, as Andy Samberg of uh, his impression of Nicolas Cage might say. Uh, well, but, uh, so ask you me and some I... questions because I don't want to delve too much because I can feel the spoilers creeping. So what? So that I mean, that's okay by me. But uh, so you. Uh, and I both are, well, I don't know, passing fans, sort of fans of Spider-Man uh, 99, yeah. 2099, I should say. Yeah. Um, what did you think of uh, Oscar Isaac's portrayal of said Spider-Man in this movie? Uh, did it live up to your expectations? Uh, more so. Wow. Is it true to the source material? It is. I don't want to say it is. This feels mm -hmm. like inspired by more so uh, inspired by now. See, the thing with uh, Spider-Man 2099 was there is always like kind of like a level of aggressiveness to him. He was a the, yes, you know, he was yeah, made in the 90s. He was a more aggressive Spider-Man. Yeah. You know, his fingers had claws on them. You know, mm -hmm. he, he got the he had the ragged webs. Yeah. You know, and he's just like, Ugh. this is just like he is just intense. Like he looks very intense. Yeah. The best way I can describe him is he's kind of like, and see if you follow me here, mm -hmm. he's kind of like in this movie. Anyway, he's like Batman 
in a sense of how like focused and determined rigid maybe cold maybe how you would describe this character there you, there you go there you go like he is like i mean you you learn about him but like the way he moves the way he acts oscar isaac like i mean he has been in some of the top like films and it, and it shows like his voice acting and this is wonderful and it's a different type of character you know it's not moon knight it's not um duke leto it's none of those this is this is him as miguel o'hara oh, yeah. and he's just does uh, a poe dameron and just just a wonderful like performance in this but i, I love the look like yeah an interesting know, choice right they yeah. made him very uh upside down triangle yeah like he you know most spider the spider folks are usually live gymnasts you know smaller you know i mean spider-man was teenagers most of the time so he, like a fairly slimmer build no he's built like like batman the an animated series batman like he's a thick top like you know like he's, <laughs> you know he's, he's built like an actual top yeah he is and it's just like it, it gives you that it gives you the vibe that they want to give you with him like there's no you're not really questioning things in terms of like where like his thoughts and maybe his motivation lie Mm-hmm. and you're just like oh jesus but he just got like this ferocious aggressiveness to him that i really enjoyed and i love the take on the um on his outfit because they they almost give it kind of in certain elements they embellish almost like wakanda tech like there's mm. like some extra coloring or like shapes that like geometric shapes that kind of sit in certain places that kind of give it that like um weaved sort of look that you'd get you'd get from some of the uh like the black panther costumes and stuff well, that's cool yeah no but he was great like um yeah fantastic job that's really awesome how about one of the characters I've seen in the trailer that I've just been completely charmed by is the spot. Uh, do we see most of his stuff in the trailer or is there more to look forward to? Uh, I will say there's definitely more to look forward to. That's awesome. Um, uh, Jason Schwartzman does the voice of the spot and he, it's a perfect voice for this version of the spot or spot. I guess I don't think he puts the in front of it, but um, I think you're right about that. Yeah, but no, uh, humorous, like, holy, I mean, I was laughing, like, in between crying because of how touching it was, or just, like, seeing something again that I've never seen before, I was just, like, laughing my butt off, and the uh, spot was a part of that. It's just, the the humor is spot on, but yeah, you get you get a lot more of the spot than you got in the um, trailers. That's fantastic. I cannot wait to see more of the spot. Um, is there anything about it that you thought could have been better? Uh, yes, but this is not on the filmmakers. I think this is on uh, the sound engineering. Interesting. And it was 
the audio felt off and not like deliberately off for a minute i thought it was but i was like what are you like no one you you can't do something as visual as a cartoon and hope that that carries everything especially if someone's giving like a voiceover um you can get the emotion between the actions but it's kind of hard to pick up on what someone's saying and that was my biggest pet peeve was like the audio balance was off like either the uh, the the voice tracks were just lower than the music and i don't i i've read that i'm not the only one who thought that there were other people at other showings at other theaters who were saying the same thing where the sound sounded off like the mastering sounded off or huh. something was off Wow, they um, mixed it wrong in the in the theatrical cut. That seems like a big snafu. I don't well, I don't know if they mixed it wrong or if the 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 theater's not following the suggested settings. So there is a there is a little bit of back and forth on that. Is that so? Well, yeah, yeah. So in the theater you get to kind of mix the dialogue and and, and uh, music volume is, is so that true? Well, so before, remember back in the day reel to reel, you would take giant you know, fucking drums of film and then you'd stitch it together and the sound was attached to the film and that was what was read. So whatever was mastered on it was that's the audio that was going to come through. But now it's just like the equivalent of a Blu-ray that mostly comes through to most theaters, especially if they use digital projectors. So there are sound settings that you can literally tweak. Interesting. And in this instance there, it just, there's a, there's a part, it's very early on, like, I mean, it's the starting scene where you see Gwen and some drums and like she, she's doing this whole monologue and it is just incredibly hard to hear oh, over the no. drumming. That like, sucks. like you get pieces of it, but you're not getting the whole picture and, or you're not getting the whole thing, but you, you, because it is a cartoon and is a visual medium. You can follow the images along, but you know, sometimes you want like the, the words to back it up. And it was just like, it, it, it was in that scene. And there was one other one where I was just like, what the fuck are they saying? Like the music <laughs> is so loud that, sucks. that it's not like, it's not balanced. Right. Um, so I feel like if that gets tweaked, like I might go see it again. That's how much I enjoyed it. Now that's I'm, an endorsement right there. Yeah, and I don't go to movies twice. In fact, I wanted more. When it ended, I was like, oh shit, that's right. This is part two. Right? There's a part three. I was like, Fuh. I was really generally disappointed. I could have sat and watched easily like another 90 minutes, two hours oh, of it. That's because- a mark of a good movie right there. It just, I mean, it went, it went so quickly, the, but the story is paced so well. It, that was, uh, what, Shamake Moore, who does the voice of Miles and Haley Stanfield. I mean, fantastic. Like, wonderful. Just wonderful. I, I wish I had more descriptors, but they do a great job in, like, just pacing everything out and seeing... The growths between those characters and like the other spider folks and 
Issa Rae is the voice of Jessica Drew, and she's great in it. Like, it, I just wanted more of it. That's how, like, uh, like intoxicating is another word I'd use to describe it, just because it is blending between these styles and the wonderful use of light and, like, dark and, like, shadows and, you know, when it pulled you into a different, like, world that had a completely different style, it never felt out of sorts it never it, it, it seems like a pretty remarkable achievement i was that's why i was like i really was hoping like you'd catch it because i was like look i need to ask you some hard hitting questions to try to figure <laughs> out i want to be like how do you uh how fours how do you uh, make one of these things because now i needs to know <laughs> well uh i have the answer for you it's you're not gonna it's not gonna be very exciting you write write custom programs mm-hmm mm-hmm that's like how they do it because there's a lot of uh, competing visual styles there. And uh, I mean, they've got to manage it somehow. Can you believe that filler, uh, filler, oh my God, uh, uh, Miller and Lord were going to, to do that solo movie and they were like, nah, don't want it. Yeah. Guess what movie I'd want to see? Anything solo they made. Like, yep. <laughs> and, and Ron Howard is a, a national treasure, no doubt. He's um, a yeoman of a filmmaker. You can't. I'm not knocking. I'm not knocking the Howard and I'm not knocking his daughter, Bryce Dallas Howard. They are fantastic directors, True. but I need to see what this Actors Phil do. Lord and actress. Yeah. I need to see what Lord Miller solo was going to be like, because that thing had to be 10 times as funny. And that oh, was yeah. probably that was probably the problem. Uh, it's too it's too funny. It's not right. Star Wars enough. Yeah, could, that was probably could have been too much it, of an original vision, probably for uh, what they were planning. Uh, uh, of course, just guessing on that. I wonder. Um, if, I wonder if they they were the ones who came up with how his name. Gee, no, I don't. And then they left that in. They're like, "Oh, that's one of theirs." And I've been like, "Oh, that was terrible." Then I never want to see anything they ever making. <laughs> I'm guessing, based on what I've, other things I've seen of theirs, like I'm, I'm, I'm guessing no, unless that was one of those notes from the, uh, you know, the story group where he was like, "We have to hit this. We have to hit this thing." How he got his name? Everyone wants to know why is he called Han Solo? I'm so oh God. I'm sorry. I'm getting really bad about it. Um, but, uh, that's awesome. Here's a question for you, John. Mm. Um, so we all know there's a third movie, uh, in this trilogy, at least of, uh, of spider versus coming. Um, so we'll see miles again. Do you, it always seems like there is a kind of legitimacy that it lends to the adaptation of a superhero character, when it is finally live action, uh, would you like to see this version of the character or another uh, Miles uh, Morales take on Miles Morales show up in the MCU? So I have I have a crazy theory. Uh huh. I don't know if you're. Uh, do you want to hear it now, or you want to hear it when the third one comes out? Uh, <laughs> I don't yeah, know. It's a. Uh, that's a weird question. Why don't you tell me now? Because I don't think I'm going to remember. <laughs> That's fair enough. And I don't ever remember any of these episodes after I uh, edit them. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a feeling, and, and this is, okay, and please, folks, this is not predicated on me watching this movie and inferring everything. 
This is just how John's brain works. I have a feeling that this Miles Morales is going to end up in a live action movie. That would be so cool. So I have in some form or fashion, whether it is uh, like Tom Holland Spider-Man movie or in his own Miles Morales Spider-Man movie that's like to the side of it because we know in, um, was it not far from home, Homecoming? Is it the first one? Uh-huh. Where, you know, we see Donald Glover. He mentions, you know, he when he's locked to the car, he mentions to, you know, he's like, Miles, I can't make it. So you know Miles exists in that universe. So while I don't think these are the same ones, I have a feeling like this one's going to end up in a live action movie. Well, from your mouth to the, the spider god's ears. I mean, I would hope so. I mean, I mentioned it earlier, but representation is so important. Seeing somebody you can look up to or looks like you is a huge thing. And it's been so long for a lot of communities to not have that. You just Sorry, soapbox for a second. Where everyone's like, you know, trying to look for somebody who isn't like just based off a stereotype or something else. And like Spider-Man is such a wonderful vehicle for that to happen. Because to me, you know, there are spider, you know, there's Spider-Man. And it's either Miles or Peter. Either or. They both have the mantle. They both wear it. And for, you know, the kids out there to be able to look up to Miles and have that be their Spider-Man, I love it. Um, As just a fan of Spider-Man for so long that it's just so cool to see it. So I would certainly hope that they'd go to live action and take this one to it. Let's, let's, let's go there or let's at least have this version of miles show up in a live action thing, because I think they deserve it. And this is the best version. Look, I'm be bold. The first one was the best Spider-Man movie that into the spider Verse, the best Spider-Man movie ever made bar none. This one is also the best Spider-Man movie ever made. (laughs) Tied for first, huh? I I don't want to choose between both of them because there's so many smart things that I'm just like that. That's what I'm saying. It's not just the visual feast and how it's layered, but how they thought about layering it, which requires like, I don't know. I, I wish I was this smart and, and creative to be able to figure out it, uh, a fraction of what they did in this movie using like in, in the first end of the spider verse, you remember miles initially is like, uh, out of frame. Like he's out of sequence. Like Mm -hmm. his animations don't match up to the others because it's like, he's on his hero's journey. But then by the time he becomes Spider-Man, he's moving at a full 24 frames per second. Mm -hmm. He's in lockstep with everybody else. And that was just a wonderful visual cue to give you that transition well they use it again wonderfully in this and other ways that you just go like holy shit like i know the source material gives you something to pull from but like the just take it to the nth degree like they do in this movie it's just wonderful it's truly just wonderful yeah like um and it's no spoilers Uh, the end credits are wonderful too (laughs) like you know, how many end credit scenes? How 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 far do you have to stick around? There are none. There are none. Oh, that's really good information for the folks out there. 
yeah you just just watch the you know the the main trail the main uh um credits to just kind of get the animation that they use around it because that is also laid out wonderfully um, <laughs> well i mean that's a recommendation right there stick around for the credits because the credits look cool yeah like you know because certain films have been doing that as of late where it's just like they have really cool like uh winter soldier had those really cool like uh almost like propaganda-esque looking Oh yeah, uh, posters at the end that I thought was pretty neat, and uh, you know, even the homecoming and stuff had the credits on the notebooks and stuff. That was awesome. But this was Why? just like, this was just them saying, "Yeah, we can, we we, <laughs> we can do some end credits. Let me show you how it's done." <laughs> and I was just like, I mean, it. Like I said, when it ended, I was like, "Fuck, that's right. I need more." When do I get more? Does it come out next week? Can I watch it next week? Ooh, that'll you know, be a painful wait. That is, that is, because I think we have to wait till next year. And I'm like, oh, come on, man, don't do that to me. I need more Spider-Verse. <laughs> like, it, my, my, I, I figure I should change my scale from, like, thumbs up or, you know, like, nine out of 10 or 10 out of 10 or whatever to will I buy action figures based off of what I saw? And the answer is I already have. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. Well, I mean, I think we can't get a more, a comprehensive review than that. Uh, that, well, that's, that's awesome. I wish I had seen it, but I, but, but I haven't, but it sounds like you really enjoyed yourself. So that's incredible. Uh, yeah. I'm so glad it was good. Uh, I'm gonna wait for you to be. We'll wait for you to see it and be like, "Oh my god, that was the worst film I've ever seen." You like <laughs> that dretch? I'm like, <laughs> well, actually, no. Uh, I will go into it uh, with proper expectations. I promise. But uh, um, that sounds awesome. Well, you heard it here first. At least half of the Pop Saga pals give it a resounding already bought action figures for it rating, which. Uh, Usually that's a post thing. It happens after you've seen the movie. So I think that that just goes to show how uh, absolutely phenomenal it what? is. Well, how often are you going to get a Spider-Man 2099 figure? You know what I mean? I mean, like, this is it. This is like <laughs> either going to put them on the big screen or, you know, it's going to be like a one-off that comes like 10 years from now. So I'm taking my chance. So, so I yeah. picked up 2099 and... Um, uh spider gwen and then i need to get uh spider punk of course because yeah, he gotta he, get spider punk no no th th that performance chef's kiss <laughs> incredible <laughs> <laughs> spider punk's getting the uh yeah is getting the shout out it, not only shout out how they animate him is fantastic <laughs> it's like it's it's great it's great I will fight anyone awesome. who wants to tell me otherwise. Oh, wow. Well, uh, well you're here for her first well, folks. Yeah, it's the gin. I'm getting punchy. Okay. Well, so that's not a real invitation. This is not a Harry Houdini type situation where. Oh, no, I like, will. I mean, I'll remember this, especially anyone after out there can punch me in the stomach. I'm made of steel. Oh, I'm dead. <laughs> it's not like, why did I do this? And why did I eat that whopper? Speaking of whoppers, <laughs> a masterful transition, John. Thank you. I'm learning. Uh, as we mentioned at the uh, the beginning of this uh, this whole podcast, 
you know, you're not the only one who's had an amazing experience at uh, a Spider-Verse themed thing. Mm. I too have experienced the Spider-Verse in my own special way. Um, uh, it was about a week ago when I uh, traipsed over to the, you know, one of the two Burger Kings in, this, in the uh, King County area, I'm convinced. Uh, don't quote me on that. I haven't checked, but um, I traipsed over there and I got myself out. Said I, I walked up to the counter and I said, give me the Spider-Verse Whopper. And I felt embarrassed <laughs> to see it. <laughs> But I felt even more embarrassed when I, I said, hey, give it give it to me in the medium size and the medium cups that they had did not have the Spider-Verse uh, branding in there. And I felt bad about it for the rest of the time. I was like, I wish I could have had Spider-Verse cup. Uh, but, you know, they weren't all themed. And so I, I chose poorly in that regard. But uh, if you're not aware, Burger King has had a tie-in with Across the Spider-Verse uh even going as far as to make over their uh, certain locations with an entire uh Spider-Verse overlay. This was oh, not wow. one of those locations. No. Uh, this was a regular ass Burger King and uh what makes the spider well I'm just going to go ahead and read you a couple of choice exper- excerpts from the press release that Burger King put out to announce this amazing collaboration. Uh, Burger King says available at participating restaurants nationwide from May 15th through June 21st. The Spider-Verse Whopper features a red bun topped with black sesame seeds, drawing inspiration from the amazing web slinger himself, along with melted Swiss cheese and all the traditional Whopper toppings, including juicy tomatoes, crisp lettuce, creamy mayonnaise, ketchup, crunchy pickles, and sliced white onions. Burger King guests can have the Spider-Verse Whopper their way with personal customizations, including the addition of crispy bacon, potentially making nearly as many combination possibilities as there are Spider-Verses. And the uh, uh, chief marketing officer of Burger King North America, Pat O'Toole, says... Uh, like the infinite number of universes that could be explored in the next installment of the award-winning Spider-Man franchise, Burger King fans can discover uh, new and exciting ways to customize the Spider-Verse menu items. This co-promotion allows us to bring the best of both worlds together, creating the countless possibilities for guests to have it their way and rule their Spider-Verse. Wow. Uh, that's the, uh, that's the, pro- excerpted from the press release that Burger King put out about the, uh, Spider-Verse Whopper. And, uh, John, this thing is a thing to behold. Now, it's yeah, fairly I mean, common. Go ahead. No, I mean, you kind of described it with the red bun and black sesames on that. That sounds, uh, horrendous. Yes. So... Uh, outside of the U.S., this fucking thing up. All right. Yeah, you Continue. you had better uh, get yourself a visual aid. Actually, you know, before you do, stop mm. right there. I will send you an actual picture of the of, one you had of the one that I had. Oh, great! Yeah, I don't, um, I don't want any uh, doctored up like uh, photos that use like uh, soap and other tricks of the trade. Yeah, you don't want that. <laughs> okay, here it's right, keep coming it. to you on oh, Discord. <laughs> So that is a picture of the literal <laughs> Spider Verse Whopper that I ingested all of. <laughs> so, uh, 
I was going to say, outside of the U.S., uh, this kind of like uh, themed burger that has dyed buns and, and special toppings and stuff is fairly common. Uh, but we don't get it a lot over here, which is odd, considering how much like uh, fast food that we we ingest in this country. But, um, uh, but I mean, after having this one, I kind of like, okay, if we never get another one, I'm fine. Um, because like, I don't know, John, where does Burger King rate for you personally on the, on the ladder of, of fast food options that you have available to you right now? Shit. I mean, it's like, I mean, it's like two to the bottom, but that's only cause I haven't had it in over, like, it's gotta be getting shit. It's over 15 years since I've last had Burger King. Well, I mean, that's the all the anti-endorsement I think you would need to say, truly, because <laughs> this means that it hasn't, the pull to Burger King hasn't, the, the, the siren song of the king himself has not rung out to you in, in 15 it, long years. I mean, don't, like, most, okay, I don't feel like I'm being bold here, but most of their food is trash. The Whopper is, like, probably one of the, maybe one of the better... Or was anyway one of the better uh, fast food burgers you could get, uh, not the one that you just sent me, but like, <laughs> holy shit, that just goes demon. But like, it's it. There's nothing really on that menu that makes me want to go. Hmm. Even when they started doing hot dogs again, which is like something that they did like I guess in the '60s and '70s, and I was just like, fuck, I kind of want one of those gross Burger King hot dogs. I was like, just gotta try it. But I stopped myself. I was like, no, it's not worth it. Like I've I've not had it for so long that I could wait. Like I haven't had McDonald's and uh, shit. It's like over twenty years now. Um. So yeah, it's it damn near on the bottom of the pyramid just by default. And uh, with the thing that you sent me, yeah, yeah, right through so. <laughs> Yeah, I um I don't like Burger King all that much either. I find their sort of like overly artificial tasting smoke flavor. I don't know if it's just like I'm tasting the propane or what is going on, but I w- I have to say I'm not like their fries are like marginally better and there's just nothing else on the menu that really catches my fancy. I mean, like I respect that they are going like keeping it simple with their burgers you know what i mean they're like it's got ketchup and mayo we're not doing any fancy special sauces but boy howdy did i wish do i wish they did do something like that i yeah i mean they're pretty you know pretty basic and if you want a shit ton of onions because that's what i remember them giving me was just yeah like like they're too thick yeah they need it a little thinner for sure yes but like, I mean, the Whopper, the Whopper to me was a serviceable burger. But the thing is, like you pointed out, when they switched their fries over from whatever it used to be to Alustra, remember that when they were giving everybody a leaky uh-huh. asshole? Yep. I, I, I was pretty much done with them at that point. I was like, I don't want to eat that knowing that that happens. And then like, there's not enough, they're, they're chicken, they're, they're little, they're fake chicken nuggets or chicken tenders. Those suck. Their chicken sandwich suck. I've gotten norovirus twice from Burger King. Like I'm not a, I'm, I'm definitely not a fan. Um, doesn't sound like it. Yeah. No. <laughs> and it this, sounds like with fairly good reason. 
so this spider, uh, Spider-Verse Whopper that they have, unfortunately, has nothing really going for it. Uh, aside from the dyed bun, which you have pointed out just by looking at it, and and indeed in person, it is. I don't. I think you, or at least I, I think I underestimated how unappealing it would be uh, to eat a hamburger with a red bun. And this image doesn't really give it justice. It's very red, and it is red all the way through. Uh. And then top that with the black sesame seeds, and you're eating something that's called Spider Verse Burger. You can't help be, but be reminded or like be inspired to imagine these little dots on the red surface as bugs, because they do kind of look that way. I mean, yeah, I could see. Like, I mean, I could see that. I could see that as like mouse shit. Like, there's so many other things that those could well, be. I hope uh, it's not that. I think uh, you, I think you ate rat shit, dude. It's. I mean. Well, I, yeah, it didn't yeah, taste did. that way, but you know, you never know. I'll, I'll tell you one, don't give me one thing. Like the 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 unique thing about this is that it is topped with a Swiss cheese instead of an American cheese. Um, but that is where I think my primary primary disappointment lies, because the Swiss cheese does not taste any different on this burger than the American cheese. Uh, so it is a matter of color, I guess. And my question for you is, okay, Swiss cheese has holes in it. It's yep. kind of gloopy and white. Yep. Did, did they want me to think that this was Spider-Man's webs? Like yes. Spider-Man swung by, he shot a little web in my burger, and I'm yum, 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 eating it all up. Yeah. Little did he know that the webbing was biodegradable. Like you could uh, Yeah. It. Yeah. Well, yeah, geez, I hope it, uh, I have to. If Spider Man, if your intention, sir, was to uh, to make a Swiss cheese flavored web, you did real bad job. <laughs> now, now you'll have to forgive me. You know that yeah. I do not eat cheese, so I have granted. Uh, Right, I do not eat cheese, so it's, I'm already persona non grata here, even though I would ask for it with no cheese. More like persona non gratin. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Because whole gratin's got cheese in it. Uh, anyway, um, what does Swiss cheese taste like? Can you describe uh, it in a way for someone who's never had it before? Sure. Uh, Swiss cheese is a semi-hard cheese. Uh mm. That has holes in it. Mm-hmm. Um, speed holes? It, pardon? Speed holes? Is it meant to make oh, the cheese yeah, no. go fast? It's Ben Diesel's favorite cheese. <laughs> um, but it's um, it goes a quarter mile at a time, but okay. it is also uh it is also nutty and sharp without being too salty. Okay. Um and not is too like sharp, it? but like on the it's probably on like it's on the it's like a you know, I would say commiserate to like a sharp cheddar, but not as salty, but very nutty. Okay, and then the last question: Is it a stretchy cheese, or is Swiss it like like does, does it like melt the... decently? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, it looks like it is just glopped onto your burger, so I'm, it is yeah. a gloopy mess of what you could just tell me is white cheddar American cheese, which is what it tasted like, but. Uh, yeah, the whole experience, very, um, disappointing. 
Uh, because no new flavors, the exact same old Whopper, just with a red bun and black sesame seeds, making what is my least favorite fast food burger, probably. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, I don't because I can't think of anything that I, I like less from a fast food perspective, from the burger front, of course. No, it's, I guess, second least favorite because White Castle has got to be my least. <laughs> Sorry, White Castle fans. I don't like it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, only different thing was the dyed bun with the black sesame seeds, and that was an unpleasurable, an unpleasurable aesthetic experience from an eating perspective. Yeah, I mean, that. I mean, it visually, this looks a hundred, what the picture you sent me, and then I've been looking at other pictures of people trying to eat it as well, looks like extremely unappealing um how do you make that better what 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 does burger king do to make this like the go-to burger for you to to eat i think i would have at least put some of the tangy barbecue sauce on there or something like given Mm. it some sort of like or come up with a special sauce like a, a chipotle aioli or whatever uh, and then like top it with something like put bacon on there by default. I don't know. Like do some New York shit to it. <laughs> Got it. Like grill up some onions. I don't know. Do something more than just dying the bun. Cause I think this is a limited time thing. You know what I mean? It only right. is going to happen from May to June of this year. And that's it. Like yeah. go all out. Yeah, like, what else do you have to lose, right? Like, at this point, like, maybe they're setting up other burgers for other movies. Like, The Flash is going to get, like, some chicken tendies or something like that. And I think this is the last time Burger King gets a partnership. Oh, you think you think this is this is shutting them down? I, know, think- I, I don't think people are going here. Because, you know, here is Taco Bell. Uh, yeah. They have no partnerships. They come out with uh, the next week over... They come up with a brand new burrito. It's a salsa verde burrito. It's got crunch strips in there and French fries. It's got steak in there. Sounds de- epically delicious. Tons of fun new flavor combinations that they're throwing at you, like like Taco Bell is wont to do. And mm-hmm. that's they have no limited time and anything. They're just they're just having they're just making hay while the sun shines as it as it goes. They're like, let's just slap this some shit together and people buy it versus Burger King. Like, let's just slap some, some shit together and make people real sad about buying it. It's got a red bun and sunflower seeds. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, it, oh my God, that's like, I can't get over this. It, it really does look like your Whopper fell on the floor into some mouse poop. It's just, it, it is. I don't know. You need something else. You need something else. You need to honor the character with something like, by all accounts of what you said, it's an amazing movie. It deserves an amazing tie-in fast food thing. And you know what? Replace all the cups. Don't punish me for ordering a medium so that I don't get the cool collector cup. I want the cup. Give me the cup. Yeah, just make it the, just get, make it the default is just, here's the, this is the meal. You're getting a large fucking cup. Whether you drink all of it in one go or two, here's the here's the cup. Don't don't give me a choice if you're doing such a uh, such a combo, like you know, or like such a thing. Even though you know fucking Sony knows Burger King exists, it's not like someone was like, "Oh, Burger King, they make excellent burgers. This will be a fine partnership." Uh, 
Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. So, yeah, excited to have, like, a limited time fast food tie-in where they actually do some nude food, uh, nude, oh boy, new Ooh, food, I- food item. Hello. Uh, but, uh, uh, but, yeah, uh, disappointed uh, overall, unfortunately. Well, I can confirm there are no pants on this Whopper. I don't, I don't see a single pair. Nope, that's right. It is a nude Whopper. Can confirm. Uh, although it does have dressing on it. (laughs) 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 All right. All right. I think, well, with that disgusting thing out of the way, I think that is going to do it for us this week. I sure as heck hope you enjoyed listening to this episode because we enjoyed making it just for you. So, without further ado, let's roll into the end of the show and all the things we like to say therein. First up, we like to thank Burton M6 for the incredible music on our show. You can always check out uh, the link to his Fiverr page. It's in our show notes. It's in that link tree. Just click it and you can get there. Or is it on the top? Is it above? Is it inside the link tree or is it above it? No, it is... um... It should be both, and if not, I'll add it to it. It's. I think okay. it is. I think it's beneath the link tree link as it's a thank you towards the end. But if not, I can definitely add them to ours. That's not a problem. Uh, you're right. 100%. It's the last line on the description. And it, it's Pico uh, link. We stopped doing link tree. Pinko. Oh, Pinko. Okay, Pinko. Right. Yeah, the, the, the whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. Pico link. Of course. Pico, How could yeah. I forget? I'm so sorry, Pico. They oh, get, Pico! They do. They do be getting mad at me. They're like, "You haven't updated your page in a while." I said, "Why? Because it works." Um, yeah, why would I need to do that? Yeah, get out of town. What do I look like? Someone who understands social media marketing? Come on, buddy. Give Come on, on, Pico. Haven't you heard me talk? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not hip for anything. Not even to be square. Oh wow! Great Huey Lewis reference right there. Well, thank you for very much for the clarification. Um, and as we like to say, wait, no, I forgot to talk about our social media. Speaking of how inept we are at social media stuff, please visit our social media if you want. We got an Instagram. We have a Discord, which is really where the party is. You can join. It's all free to join if you know how to use Discord, of course. And we have a, a Gmail. And, uh, you know, that thing with the blue bird. You know the one. Uh, and so as without further ado, let us get into the final segment of our show. Everybody's favorite, the part where we say goodbye. Uh, we hope that wherever you are, however you choose to listen to us, you are feeling happy and healthy. And if you're not, that is totally okay. Uh, but I'd like to pass it over to John for the final word. Remember folks, the spider verse can be subverse. I don't know what that means, but you tell me. That's Sounds what good. happens when you overpour a lot of gin. Anyway. <laughs> hey, thank you for tuning in to all my super fans. Hope you coming back again. Got a shout out to Fresca. I know you riding with me as we pull up in the Hyundai Daily City. <laughs> you want the hype? I gotcha. Gotta keep it locked right here on Pop Saga. Woo! Pop Saga, let's go. So a fan of jamming.